Well, Jane Ace finally got somebody to say he might sign her loan company note. It told Mr. Neff. Mr. Neff was glad to hear Jane needed money because he's trying to buy a piece of property from Mr. Ace, who keeps saying he has plenty of money and would just as soon not sell. Jane's request convinced the old man Mr. Ace is bluffing. This episode is in two scenes. Mr. Ace's real estate office, and then to the office of Mr. Neff. But first to Mr. Race, who is just entering. Listen. Well, Miss Wilson, did he call yet? Who? Who? Who do you think I could be talking about? Well, there have been several calls this morning. There's only one call that's important, Miss Wilson. I'm talking about old man Neff. Did he call here yet? Oh, Mr. Neff, you mean? Yes, I mean Mr. Neff. Listen, Miss Wilson, didn't I tell you yesterday that this was the most, the only important piece of business we had on hand? Didn't I explain to you that I've got to sell that Davis Corner and sell it quickly? Yes, sir, but... Well, the customer is old man Neff. Did he call? No, sir, he didn't. He didn't. I can't understand that. Here he sat talking to me about the property. I had him pretty well bluffed. He was weakening. He had just come up another $500. Suddenly you had to come in with that phone call. Well, what could I do, Mr. Ace? After all, it was a phone call from Mr. Ness. Oh, I know. I'm not blaming you. Well, I should hope you wouldn't, Mr. Ace. After all, it might have been an important call for him, and I thought I should have to tell him. I'm convinced that call had something to do with his sudden change, because the minute he hung up, he was a changed man. The way he suddenly barged out of here, I, I couldn't make heads or tails of what he was ranting about. It was that phone call that did it. If he hadn't got that, I'm sure I could have sold it. But, Mr. Ace, I thought it was the only thing to do. After all, the party sounded as if it was very urgent. The uh, party? You mean the person who called him? Oh, yes, sir. Uh, was it a man or a woman? Oh, uh, a woman. I thought it might be somebody's secretary calling him. You thought it might... Um, Miss Wilson. Yes, sir. Uh, you didn't, uh... I mean, well, did you sort of hang on to see that he got connected with Oh, the... no, I hung up the minute he took the call in here. Oh, you hung up. You didn't hear anything at all that he said or that the other part... Mr. A. Oh, I just... Thought well, you know, you you might have wanted to make sure he got the party to talk to the party that was calling. I or... hung up the minute he picked up this phone in here. Yes, you said. You... I make it a point always to. Oh yes, always make it a point, Miss Wilson. It's the proper way, Mister A. Oh, quite. Well, I yes. hang up the minute the connection is made. Yes, that's very clever. And that I way. always drop the receiver very carefully so as not to disturb. Yes, it. let's just drop the whole thing, Miss Wilson. It was a woman who called, you say? Yes. Uh, and you think it might have been somebody's secretary calling for somebody, is that it? That's what I surmise. Hmm. Now, let me see. If I could piece together some of the conversation from this end. He didn't mention any name. He just said yes. He remembered the party calling, didn't he? I make it a point always. Oh, yes, yes. I, I forgot. Well, I wish you'd make it a point from now till I get this call from the old man not to leave that phone out there unguarded for one minute. We'd better take turns going to lunch. That is, uh, not be out at the same time. Yes, sir. This is an important deal to me, Miss Wilson. You ought to know. You were here the other day when I had to borrow $3,500 on my insurance so that I could tie up this Davis property. Yes, sir. And now that I've got it tied up, I've got to get old man Neff to buy it. And at my price. He needs it for that development of his. Yes, sir, I understand. Try to make him believe I could hold on to it, and for three years, if I had to, I had him believing I didn't need any money or anything. He was getting pretty anxious. All of a sudden, that phone call. I'm sure that call had something to do with his change. I always make it a point to have Yes, I know you do, Miss Wilson. All right. Better get out there to your desk. All we can do is wait, I guess. I'll have to. 
So I finally thought of you, Mr. Neff, and all you have to do is sign this note right where the X marks is. Yes, now, uh, uh, just a minute. Uh, uh, not so fast, Mrs. A. Uh, let me get this straight. What? This is a note from uh, a loan company? Yes, the Friendly Loan and Finance Company. All you have to do is sign... Yes, yes, finance company. You say you're borrowing $100? Yes, and if you'll just sign where it's marked with an X... Uh, need the money pretty bad, do you? I'll say the world. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, why doesn't your husband give you $100? Oh, he wouldn't give it to me. Oh. Wouldn't or couldn't? Yes, because he says that as long well, as I... Well, uh, which is it? Say what? Which is it? He wouldn't give it to you or he couldn't give it to you? Well, both, I guess. Half wouldn't and half couldn't. Oh, 50-50, huh? Fifty-fifty. Yes, that makes a hundred. What's that? What? What? Now, now, wait a minute. Let's get this straightened out. You say your husband won't give you a hundred dollars. I'm borrowing it from the... I understand that. What I want to know is why your husband won't give it to you. Because it's my budget. Budget? What's your budget? The budget he gave me to run the house on. Oh, I see. You're on a budget now. Yes. He gives me $25 a week to run the house and pay for everything and have a profit left over. Well, the first week I had the budget, I lost $13. And the second week, I lost $13. Well, you can imagine how mad he was. And he won't give me any money to make my budget come out even. So I thought I'd borrow this $100, and then I can pay off the bills that way. Oh, I see. (laughs) He's trying to cut down on expenses, is he? Oh, no, he wants me to. That's what I mean. And he lets you go to a loan company to borrow money. Is he uh, up against it? Well, he was at first. Oh, he was? But he finally said it was all right to borrow it. And he must still be up against it. Well, he's not exactly against it, but he's not for it. What's that? What? Uh, Well, I asked you if he was up against it. Well, I told you he was at first. He was what? Against it. Against my borrowing this money. That's not the question I asked you. Now, Mr. Ness, just a minute. You did ask me if he was against it. I said up against it. Up, up. Is your car too tight? Is my car... Now, listen, Mrs. Ace. I'm trying to find out from you just why you have to borrow this hundred dollars. Well, I told you. I know. I understand. It's your budget. Yes. Your husband got you on a budget. Yes, now you're getting it. And I want to pay off my bill, so I'm borrowing a hundred dollars. Well, why doesn't your husband give it to you? Give me a hundred dollars? Why, he wouldn't even give me the thirteen dollars when I came out with a loss the second week. Oh, I see. Then he is up against it. Well, he was at first, but he's not now. Are you going to start that all over again? Start what? All you have to do is to sign this note right where the money is. Mrs. I never signed a note for anybody in my life. Oh, then I'm the first one. There's never going to be a first one. Now, I'll show you just where to sign... What did you say? I never signed a note in my life, and I don't intend to start now. But you told me on the phone that you were. I never said anything of the kind. I told you I'd talk to you about it. Talk to me about it? What good is that? Well, it's good enough for me. I wanted to find out just where your husband stands. <laughs> but I did. He has nothing to do with this note. He had to sign this paper so I could get the two signs for the note. But he has nothing to do with the money I'm borrowing. He knows you need $100, and he hasn't got it to give it to you himself, has he? But he can't give it to me. It's my budget. I'm the one that has to make the budget come out even. In the first place, Mrs. Ace, borrowing money is no way to balance a budget. It's robbing Peter to pay Paul. Who is they? Who? Uh, I mean, if you borrow money, you're going into debt. And going into debt won't balance a budget. You'll have to pay back the hundred, won't you? Yes, but not at once. Ten dollars a month. Well, where are you going to get the ten dollars? Where am I going to get the ten dollars? Are you kidding, Mr. Nash? No, I'm not kidding. Where are you going to get it? 
Why, I told you, Mr. Ace gives me $25 a week allowance. Yes, and you can't run your house on that. Well, I can certainly get $10 out of the 25 But it takes you more than 25 as it is. That's because I haven't borrowed the $100 yet. But how will borrowing $100 make you stay within the 25 Because I can pay some of the bills out of the $100. But what are you going to pay the $100 out of? Out of the $10 a month. What $10 a month? The $10 I have to pay back the 100 with. What kind of high finance is that? That's not high, ten a month. But you won't have the ten if you can't live on the twenty-five. Well, that's why I'm borrowing the hundred. Why? Because twenty-five a week isn't enough. That's it? You just said it. What? Twenty-five a week isn't enough. If it isn't enough to run your house on, you certainly won't have enough to pay this added expense of ten dollars a month, will you? Well, will you? Well, that's not a very pleasant way to look at it, Mr. Nash. It's the only way. Well, how about the other way? Well, there isn't any other way. Yes, there is if I borrow the $100. Well, what good will that do? I can pay the bills out of that when I don't have enough to pay off the 25 Then the 25 will be all gone. Yeah. Well, then where's the $10 coming from that you'll have to pay back every month? Out of the 100 then. But you said you're going to use the 100 to pay off bills. Oh, I see what you mean. I'm not going to pay out the 100 all at once. I keep the 100 in reverse. Reverse? Yes, I don't pay out the whole $100 at once. It's only when I have a loss, like when I had a loss of $13 that week. I can take $13 out of the 100 and pay it. Then my budget can come out even. Or I can take $20 out of the 100 and pay out the $13 loss and have a profit of $7. See? Well, I never... <laughs> now, what happens when the 100's all gone? How do you pay it back then? There comes a day of reckoning, you know. Well, I reckon you don't understand it yet, Mr. Neff. No, and I don't want to. You mean you won't sign this note for me? I should say not. <laughs> you can't get along on 25 a week. Get your husband to give you more. Oh, he can't. He said 25 is enough. I'll say he can't. Not the way he does business. But this isn't his business. Well, he ought to make it his business. Things must be pretty bad for him if he lets his wife go around to loan companies borrowing money. What do you mean things must be pretty bad for him? I mean he needs money. That's what I mean. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Now, don't you start bluffing me, too. Not after you come here trying to get me to sign a note for $100. He must need money and very bad. And I've got him just where I want him. Oh, he does not need money. He's got plenty of it. Why, just last week he got $3,500 that he borrowed on his insurance. Oh, he did, did he? Yes, and if you think $3,500 isn't money... Uh, $3,500. That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> Jane fixing Mr. Race up in great shape, isn't he? We'll learn Mr. Ace's reactions to this little scene when next we meet the Easy Aces. 